welcome to Without the Footnotes with me, your host, Esther Reini. On this week's episode, I'll be talking about the Holocaust in Norway. Hi friends and welcome to season three, episode 12 of Without the Footnotes, not your typical Holocaust lecture. This is a bit weird for me because I've just finished recording an episode about Switzerland and now I'm jumping straight into recording about Norway and usually I just record each week. So it's weird. It's weird that I'm just doing one straight after the other. So I feel like I've already spoken about what I wanted to speak about this week. Um... But anyway, so yes, this is pre-recorded episode. If you're listening to this or when this comes out, I am finally in England after a very, very long time. And um, yeah, just enjoying some time there and having some time off as well from recording off, recording the podcast uh, just a few weeks. I will be back in October. Um, yes, yeah, so this week I'm going to be speaking about Norway and as I'm pre-recording there's I don't know yeah I don't really know what's going on in the world lots can change in a couple of weeks so I can't make any comments I can't make any social commentary on things that are happening around the world at the moment so I'm just going to crack on with the episode. Okay, so here we go with um, the Holocaust in Norway. And I think this country is particularly interesting because it had a very small Jewish community compared to some of the other countries that we've looked at. And yeah, just compared to some of the other countries across Europe, just in general. So I'm just going to jump straight in. Um, So prior to Norway's invasion there were approximately 1700 Jews living in the country mostly in Oslo and a port city called Trondheim forgive me if I don't pronounce that properly I do not know Norwegian um and I have done some research into this and the figures vary slightly um whether it's 1700 Norwegian Jews and then I think there were a couple of hundred um uh, like refugee and stateless Jews that were also in the country um, but I couldn't I couldn't find a definitive number so it was kind of um, approximately 1700 um, so when I see numbers like this I immediately think gosh uh, it would be very easy for the Germans to deport and murder this community right because it was relatively small so it wouldn't take much considering um if you've listened to the previous episode of Hungary when they had everything um coordinated the deportations and the destruction of the Jewish communities could be very very swift and quick regardless of the amount of people but um yeah let's find out what it was actually like so as I said 1700 Jews prior to their invasion so Norway was invaded by Nazi Germany on the 8th to the 9th of April 1940 as the Germans wanted to use the country as a naval base and to secure shipments coming out of Sweden sorry if there was a a weird bang then I just accidentally hit the microphone Um, so the country quickly surrendered after this invasion 
Um, so they actually surrendered on the 10th of April. And the king and the Norwegian government at the time fled to the UK and became a government in exile. I think they were staying in London for the duration of the war. So in the beginning, Vidkun Quisling was the prime minister and he had been greatly influenced by the Nazi party's ideologies. So he was, in a nutshell, an ideal collaborator in the beginning um, for the Germans. However, he didn't stay a favourite with them for long and was replaced by a German administration. But they did use him for certain things. So... Initially, restrictions placed on Jews were inconsistent. As I mentioned, there were 1,700 Jewish people living in Norway at the time, and around 200 of which were German and Austrian Jews that had fled their countries in the 1930s. And then I have seen figures saying that there was an additional 200 that were actually stateless. Um, So... Uh, If you listen to last week's episode, it kind of follows on from what I was saying about immigration during this time period that many people would have, of course, tried to flee, but that would have been very dependent on which countries would accept people and how many they would take in and under what circumstances. Anyway, initial restrictions were sporadic, but when Germany decided to invade or did invade the Soviet Union, things changed for the worse. So in the autumn of 1942, Things were somewhat stepped up a gear and the SS and German police, alongside the Norwegian police and paramilitary formations, began arresting Jews. And initially the focus was just on the male population, so male Jews in Trondheim and Oslo. And after these initial arrests were made of just the male um, just male Jews, on the 25th and 26th of November 1942, Then all remaining Jewish people in Oslo were arrested and deported on a ship called the Donau to Germany. So following this deportation to Germany, they were then deported again to the east to Auschwitz. So deportations from the rest of the country then continued in the weeks that followed this initial first one from Oslo. However, Luckily, around half of the Jewish population were able to escape to Sweden or hide with the aid of the underground and um, uh, civilians. So um, as they were, they were warning them, they were warning people of the impending deportations. And there were also protests from the Norwegian church and parts of the general population regarding um, the deportations also. So the Germans didn't have a completely easy ride here and almost half of the Jewish community managed to escape um yeah escape these I keep saying deportations but that's what it was they managed to escape so the um the church actually organized to write a letter um objecting to the treatment of the Jewish community within Norway and This was circulated and read in different religious congregations and establishments, and it was also broadcast in the official New Year message from the church. So there was resistance coming from the the population within Norway and the church as well, having quite a... um, very vocal and open stance of um, against the treatment of Jewish people within within the country. But this didn't deter the Nazis from implementing their policies. And 
These deportations continued on and off until the surrender of German forces in May 1945. So it's actually estimated that around 760 Jews in total were deported from Norway. Only 25, well I've seen different figures, 24 or 25 of which returned after the war. And it is thought that most of them were murdered in Auschwitz. So, although not completely successful, for the size of the community, almost half of the Jewish population in Norway was, at the time, was murdered. So, statistically, still a very high number. It's almost one in two people. So, when I look at that, I just think, if you were to scale that up to a million people, you know, half a million people is a huge amount of people. It's, 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 yeah, it doesn't even bear thinking about but half of the Jewish population of a country were gone. And that, regardless of the amount of people that it was, and that's still a huge amount of people. And if you think about what that would mean for um, the Jewish community in Norway, that's de- absolutely devastating. So, yeah. Um, but still, even though it was a small number of people, um, the Nazis weren't able to implement the the final solution in full in Norway um because people had the help from other other non-Jews warning them and uh, warning them of deportations and helping them escape and and all of that kind of thing and being very vocal against Nazi policy and and what was going on so that's a little bit of a um, a little bit of a hope in that sense even though half the community was destroyed or murdered um at least people were trying to save Jews in Norway. Uh, Non-Jews were trying to save Jews in Norway and weren't just going on with these uh, genocidal policies. So that very, very short and sweet is the Holocaust in Norway in a nutshell. As ever, I would still... I'd I'd always encourage that you use this podcast as like a springboard, like... or or a basis of information then then from things that I mentioned you can go off and do your own research and look into things and maybe watch some documentaries or read some testimony or something like that like that because these I'm not going into deep deep detail of how things actually planned out and how they happened and what policies happened when and what happened to people here and what was their story um so I would encourage if you're interested um, if it has sparked your interest, these little snippets that I give about the Holocaust in different countries, to go and have a bit of a deeper dive into, um, yeah, how things unfolded there. Maybe I really always would advocate for reading testimony, um, yeah, to really understand what it was like for people who lived through it. Um, but yeah, that's Norway. As ever, you can reach out to me at info at withoutthefootnotes.org if you would like to, if you have anything you'd like to share or or speak about or maybe a personal story or family story that you'd like to tell. Um, yeah, inbox is always open. You can also DM me um, at withoutthefootnotes, sorry, <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, yeah, happy to have discussions with anyone if you've got any questions and that will be all for this week and the beginning of my holiday and my break from yeah from recording the podcast so I will actually catch you in October unless I decide that I miss it too much and I'm just going to record I'm just going to keep recording an episode but the sound quality be dodgy because I'm not taking my equipment back to the UK so let's see what happens anyway 
oh, I'll catch you soon. Ciao.